Welcome back to Modern Craft. It's been, I want to say, over a year. And we have two beautiful ladies sitting here with me. What better way to come back than to come back to Modern Craft with my two favorite gals, also known as Glittered Key and J4 Creations. Welcome, ladies. Hello. Hey, hey, hey. I just want to kind of introduce you to the listeners if they aren't in the Facebook groups, um, who you are, because y'all are very special to me. Um, and you're very special to the people who are part of that group. They feel, I know y'all are my family. So Karen, what do you do by day? Miss Karen. Civil engineer with the Virginia department of transportation, um, front runner for, NMO Resin Society and Magic Mailers. All right. Uh, run a facility <laughs> um, that's got a full-scale restaurant and golf course. Grandma to two-year-old Mia, wife, mother, answer all your emails. So most likely yep. it's me answering them. So. Yes, ma'am. So all you guys out there sending those emails in, 99.99% of the time, Miss Karen is answering those emails. Be nice. <laughs> or I'm going to get you. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, that is a very full plate, Miss Karen. We love you for taking care of us. Thank you so much. Miss Amber. AJB. AJB. Um, I am a high school culinary arts teacher. Um, I came out of the restaurant industry uh, 12 years been in restaurants and all aspects of the food service industry and I started teaching about four years ago um, I love it uh, high schoolers are a special uh, group of people but I connect with them very well I'm a mom I've got four kids all different ages two girls two boys I'm an aunt sister wife all of those things I used to coach cheerleading not anymore I retired that hat but now it's mostly dedicated to kind of enjoying my kids while they're still in my house. See, you and I have a lot of similarities because I have a very strong restaurant background. I also have a very strong cheerleading background. So we have that very strong root of we're in the fire. You're either in the fire with me or you get out, <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. So you also wear many all the hats. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Well, all right. So my next question, I'm all full of questions. The cup industry, the resin industry, used to be very mysterious when it first started. We didn't really know much about it. Anything you wanted to know, you had to go and dig and find out on your own. You had to self-teach. Because you've been, Karen, I know you've been in it for a long time. Amber, you've been in it for a long time. I've been in it for a long time. Where did you learn to cut Amber? Um, well, YouTube. Um, and actually, you. <laughs> I came across, uh, well, first I found you on Pinterest. And I was kind of looking and I was like, man, this is, this is pretty cool. Like, <laughs> how the heck does she do this? Like, you know, just kind of looking. And then I went searching for other things. And then I, you know, went and 
bought some stuff and I was looking at YouTube and I still have my first cup. I got it at Dollar Tree and it looks like hot garbage. It's so bad. (laughs) Oh my God. It was so terrible. It's all lumpy. (laughs) I had no idea what I was doing. I, I, you know, I kind of threw money into this and then I was like, wait a minute. Was it just a glitter cup or was it It like... It was just glitter. No, it was was just... just No, yeah, I didn't... What kind of glitter? (laughs) No, no, you got to spill all the deets. I started with... uh, I got stuff from... I started out with the stuff from Michaels and Walmart Mm -hmm. first. Mm -hmm. And then um, I found... uh, I got some stuff from like the glitter guy because they were like a little bit more affordable for me. And, you know, I'm sitting there going through and trying to do stuff. And then I came across uh, your Milky Way mm-hmm. tutorial. And I was like, ooh, I remember her. And so I was like, okay, I'm, I think I can do that. And I tried one. <laughs> it did not look like what you did. Did you call me the ink lady? I did. Once I, once I, well, at first I didn't realize it was you until a little bit later. Like, it was like a few months later that I put you you and YouTube with the lady that I was saving all the pins on Pinterest. So it took me a minute and then but then See, I didn't even think I was on Pinterest. Mm-hmm. You had a couple of cups on Pinterest that were there. And it might have been somebody had saved the picture of yours, but I just remembered the signature. Mm-hmm. Like that's what kind of stood out to me. And uh the ink, I wouldn't I was not touching inks. I was afraid of them. I wasn't gonna try it. I wasn't gonna do it. So, and I didn't do inks for a long time. And then? And then one day I was like, screw it. I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do it. And, and my first. loved it. No, my first ink no. looked like hot trash. <laughs> <laughs> I still have that one too. <laughs> it looked terrible, but I just kept trying. And then um, I think when I stopped trying to copy what I saw other makers do and just kind of do what was in my head and just kind of let the ink do what it does naturally. Then it, it started to come together. And that was the one thing I always, that's why I took so many videos down because the artists kept saying they would just overwhelm the inbox. And sometimes they got very aggressive. Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. And I didn't know how to handle the 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 rush of questions because I didn't know how to handle yeah all the questions or how to how to answer them and I wanted to help everybody but at the same time I also kept saying the same thing over and over and over again and all I really there was nothing special other than I kept telling them and they thought I was lying to them Mm-hmm. just do your thing. Stop getting hung up on what I'm doing. I mean, how it kind of sounds a little narcissistic. Stop trying to do what I'm doing and just do you, you know? Right. But it, it makes a difference. It makes a difference. It's a, because I think, I think for a lot of, um, a lot of cuppers, especially new ones, it's hard to trust that there's art in, in mm-hmm. you. Um, you look at a design and be like, oh, I could never do that. Because I remember, like, when I pinned all of your ink cups, I'm like, oh, I could never do that. You know, and I, I had a dream to kind of aspire to that same level. And I'm not, 
I'm not there because we're not the same person. Right. So my ink cups are not going to look like yours. I think now I've kind of, I'm okay with what I'm doing. And I'm like, you know what? This is pretty good. I'm good at this. That makes my heart very happy because that was the message the entire time. When I took down everything, everybody kept saying, oh, you're trying to keep it to yourself. No, I'm not trying to keep it to myself. I want you to play. And I couldn't say any simpler. Just play. Take everything you have and just play. Yeah. Was it true or not true, Karen? Because you were there from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. You saw my very first tutorial. Yep. Now let me ask you, what drew you in to this industry? Well, I started off um, with a cricket, went down the vinyl decal rabbit hole, joined some groups, somebody posted a cup, and I thought, wow, somebody can do that on a cup? How did they do that? Then down another rabbit hole I went, started joining some groups and ended up in some same groups that you were in and started following you. I mean, we, we kind of paralleled there for a while. And I saw your ink cups and phenomenal. I don't attempt them. I can do ink on a flat base, but to try to put that on a cup is just, I don't have that in me. I can't get the depth that I saw in your cups. So I'm the type of person that's striving to get that quality, and I stay away from what I know I can't do. Well, I've seen your your ink work these days. I got some. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. I've, I've, I, okay, so she... I got a keychain. Well, okay, she did not pack my coasters, but she showed me a picture, and... The ones that she's been doing recently. Oh, man. Karen? Yeah, it's a work in progress. It's something you have to continue to keep working at. You know, it's not something that I can sit here and pick your brain and say, okay, how did you do this? Mm-hmm. It's um, not a template. You can't download it. No. It, yeah. You, know, you just have to keep working at it. You have to dig. You have to do some research. It's just not something that's coming to you overnight. And I think a lot of people end up backing out of this craft because they don't get the results immediately that they see somebody like us around this table get nailed but we've been doing it for four or five six years you hang in there yeah Mm -hmm. and you you stay at it and that's the one thing I would try to explain to newcomers who would approach me or who would um get that cricket or that silhouette on Christmas or for their birthday. And they would immediately want to jump into the cupping world. And by the next week, they would want to start selling cups. But I would kind of tell them, okay, have you perfected this? Do you know how to do this? What if the customer comes at you with this? What if you find yourself in this situation? Do you know what this is? What resin are you using? Right. You know, all of these different things that you're only going to acquire by experience Mm -hmm. and time and doing it over 
and over and over and making the mistakes. Yes. I didn't sell a cup for at least a year and a half Mm -hmm. from when I started. My first cup was a gift. Mm -hmm. It was a refurbished stainless steel cup because I didn't want to put the money into something that I didn't know what the outcome was going to be. And if anybody's been in the craft section in Walmart, they have a pack of glitter that's got six different colors in it. Mm -hmm. The neons, that's what was on that cup. Right. Mm -hmm. And and you cannot get frustrated if you do not understand how to do a technique the first or second time you learn how to do it. Hell, the first time I resined a cup, I dumped all the resin on the cup and tried to quickly spread it out. Well, all the resin just fell down. Right. Through, through, because that's what the person on the YouTube tutorials, I only watched one tutorial and hell, I thought I knew how to yeah. resin, a, uh, uh, t- yeah. make tumblers. Right. And I was, I was going to start selling tumblers until I quickly realized, why is my resin a little yellow? Why can't, why is it sticky? Why is my cup bumpy? Why does my cup not fade mm-hmm. into the next color correctly? Mm-hmm. How and when I tell them until you can sit there for hours, hours and watch the videos through and through and become immersed in this craft and be very serious about it. That is when you'll become good mm-hmm. and when you'll become great and when you'll become ready to sell your cups. You also have to understand that what you put into it, you're going to get out of it. If you are, you know, buying, you know, using like cheap, cheap, cheap products, and I get it because that's how I started. But, you know, when you, if you want to, you know, really see your art kind of flourish, you have to not be afraid to invest in other things and try other mediums and, you know, get good quality things, you know, a good quality products to create, you know, like sometimes you'll see a picture of something and say, oh, I could never do that. But then you don't want to invest the money into the products to make that. Mm-hmm. And you gotta, you gotta do, this is one of the most expensive hobbies I've ever seen it's worth it mm-hmm. in the end, but it's going to take time to build up to get to that point. Yeah. Cause there's a difference in the materials. Absolutely. Well, they need to understand the product. Yeah. And that's where a lot of misconception comes into play is why is, um, why, you know, I can buy this from Michael's or a craft store and I'm spending a third of the price and I'm getting twice as much more. Well, do some research on the products that you're using. And there's a difference there. there, And we'll do a whole segment on this. There, There is a difference when people say, oh, well, that's that's ridiculous because all the shit's the same. No, it's not. No, 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 it's not. not. Don't tell me that all resins the same. Don't tell me all glitter is the same, that it all comes from one place. No, it doesn't. Look, I understand you want to charge what the, what the big dogs are charging, but let's look at the big picture here. What are they putting on their cups? What techniques are they using? How long have they been in the business? You don't start a new job entry level expecting to make CEO salary. Mm-hmm. Like you have to... You kind of start 
a little lower until you get more experience, which, you know, commands a higher amount of revenue, a higher income. Right. Well, now that we kind of, now that we just My got bad. real, My bad. <laughs> real quick, sorry. <laughs> um, let's talk about what's your favorite technique, Karen? Uh, I kind of like the, the templates of the full wraps. I have not tried that. I am lazy. <laughs> when it comes to doing templates and wraps, I don't like to do them because I'm scared of bubbles. They're very forgiving in the end when you come with the pinstripes. That's true. When you start pulling them up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. So when you, you're working with the template, you're putting the glitter down and you're, you're just sitting there looking at it going, this looks like crap. This is mm. just a hot mess. This glitter's everywhere. You know, how in the world am I ever going to pull this cup off? And then you finally get to the end result and you're pinstriping your lines and all of a sudden your imperfections have been covered up and you've, you know, you look at something, you go, damn, I made this. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's kind of my new favorite. Really? Yeah, I'm terrified of that tangram. Yeah. Screw that. I'm scared. I can't do it. I can't line up. I can barely lace my shoes. <laughs> and you want me to put a vinyl on there? Oh, my goodness. I would be screaming to high hell. Amber? My favorite is inks. Inks? Yeah. That is my favorite. Uh, do you wear gloves or do you just get it all? Oh, I have to wear a glove. I look like I committed murder if I don't, (laughs) if I don't, it gets everywhere. Cause I, I do a lot of squeezing of my sponges and I'm using my fingers. I'm doing all kinds of stuff, Q-tips and all, uh, I use a lot of different stuff. So I have to use a glove or it, it gets everywhere. But I think that is my favorite. Um, I like the, because I'm a control freak. And mm-hmm. I have to be in control of everything. Alcohol ink is the one thing that I can't control. It's going to do what it does. I think that's why I don't like the tan gram because I like to free form it all. And I think the tan gram is so just specific. too lined up and everything. And if it goes askew, I'm just like, ah, let's just throw the whole damn cup away. You know, yeah. And I'll do it over and over and over until it's just perfect. But if you say it's a little forgiving... Because everything else that I do, inks, Milky Ways, it just kind of flow. It does what it does. And, you know, at the end of it, it's a creation that is what it, like, there's, there's only one, like every, every cup that I sell is an original. Mm -hmm. I can use the exact same image on four different cups and all four of them are different. Um, Drastically different. Right. You know, so I like that, you know, every single cup that I do is an original cup. And when I make one for somebody, I'll add something, a touch to it that makes it specific for them. Mm -hmm. And nobody, they can't buy that nowhere and nobody else will get that one. And, um, I like, I like that part. Um, putting that little extra thought into it. It's why it takes me forever to put quotes on things. I'm like, okay, I'm thinking of a quote that, you know, reminds me of that person or, or something you know, something meaningful. It's got to be perfect. Yeah, <laughs> that too. Yeah. And, and I'll have a cup and it'll be sitting there because I don't, I'm 
fighting my head about it, like, oh, I don't like this, and or this isn't something, and I gotta walk away from it for like three weeks, you know, until it takes me forever to finish them because I have to let it sit there and let it and wait for it to speak to me before mm-hmm. I can keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's can be stressful at times, and my husband yells at me like, "You ain't making no money." No, I'm not. They're sitting here, but at some point. I have cups sitting there <laughs> from when I first started my inks. I because I would prep them with images mm-hmm. before I because I would find an image I loved the image, and I would put it on a cup, and I would just have all my images on cups. So whenever I got inspired, I would pick up the cup and start inking it. I have cups with images on them that I have not started i even have cups that are halfway completed from before i even started this company from before i even started this group resin society tumblr magic my instagram like like it's crazy but i will come to it because i see it every day Mm -hmm. and it stares me in the face one of these days it will get complete. And when it does, it's going to be badass. Yep. Well, I have to say that inks is quickly becoming a passion of mine, but it's, it's very much work in progress, but it's not on tumblers. It's, it's on a flat surface where I can kind of control it to some degree, Mm -hmm. but still, and, and with that, you still don't have full control over it. You like flat? See, I find mm-hmm. tumblers the easiest. You know where I find them the hardest? In molds. Yeah, I find them so hard. Like, will this sink? Will this not sink? At least I can control it with alcohol. I speak to the alcohol. Mm-hmm. I don't speak to the ink. Right. It's when you can figure that out. Yeah. I feel like you can figure out how the ink. Maybe, I don't know, maybe there's some ink experts out there that would say you don't know what the hell you're talking about but to me that's how i right. kind of see it that's that's how i speak um can y'all guess what my favorite technique is milky way no <laughs> that's that that's that's not my favorite i didn't think it was going to take off the way it did but i'm glad it did because i think it's beautiful um I probably would have given more thought to the name. Mm-hmm. Um, but everything is kind of, you know, cosmic moon, kind of like the moon cup that ended up being called the dirty roll. And I was like, eh, you know what? Well, go ahead. Call the dirt. Call it whatever y'all want. I don't care. I'm not, I'm not big on the names, but, but which one do you think is my favorite? Come on. You're staring right at it. Oh, the signature cup. Yes. <laughs> So yeah, that is my actual, that is my favorite, favorite, favorite cup to do. It just has this class to it and this sparkle and this, this sexiness to it, that rose gold and that champagne cream and that cream white. I love that nude. I love it. Can't, can't get enough of it. Very, very pretty. So let me ask y'all this. What is your strength and struggle, Amber? What is your pit and peak of this business life 
balance? My biggest struggle is anxiety. Anxiety, I've been struggling with it forever. That a lot of times can rule me. Like it takes over and there'll be times when I'm trying to do something and cannot think because my mind is in a hundred different places. And then I'm afraid to try things new because my mind is saying, oh, this has to be perfect. This has to be perfect. And then the other side of my brain is like, well, you suck at this though. You know, so, and then it's like, oh, I don't like this. Or should I do this? Should I grab this one? No, I shouldn't do that one. I should do this. You know what? I'm gonna stop. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, like the anxiety will kind of grip my heart to where I literally can't even move. Mm. And, um, and that spills over into everything that I do. And do you find it hard to breathe? I find my, yes. it kind of like grips my chest. And yes. It's like, <gasps> I can't breathe. But I also think that it's going to sound really weird, but I also think that's one of my biggest, one of my biggest strengths is learning how to not be ruled by it. Mm -hmm. You know, I use it to, as incentive to keep moving when I feel it creeping then I'll, I'll do something to kind of push myself out of that hole. You know, when I feel like... What do you do? Most of the time, it'll start by me just standing up. Okay. I make myself go do something. And either I'll mix, I'll start mixing glitters. That's how I got mixing glitters. I'll start mixing up stuff because it gives me something to do, gives my mind some sort of outlet where I don't have to think and control everything. Like I said, I think, I think that's why I like the inks. I can't control it. So because I can't control it, then the anxiety can't get in the way and make me stop. A lot of people say that they find themselves falling into this craft or this hobby or this, um, this love for resin because it allows their mind to meditate. Yes. Um, so do you think that that's sub I find myself blocked. I find myself, I used to be able to go to that place of meditation. I've found myself completely blocked sometimes where I have to do a breathing mm -hmm. routine. Okay. And then I have to talk myself and then I have to reset. Yeah. And then I can go to that place mm -hmm. of the artistic creative meditative state um but and sometimes I'll be in a block you know and like even this week every cup I touched got jacked up some kind of way or another and it was the most frustrating thing because mm -hmm. I just couldn't get anything to work right so I had to stop walk away from it let me not touch these no more let me because your mind can't else. just go yeah right you let can't me get into that meditative else. state so mm -hmm. then I'll start you know, mixing stuff or I'll, I will spray paint boxes, you know, just something to do to, you know, get past that, uh, that block until I'm in a spot where I can create again. But I've also learned not to I try not to, and it's a work in progress, not to beat myself up for it. When I get into those slumps, you know, when I have a customer, I'll just tell them like, look, this is where I'm at. You know, and I'm just honest, like this is, this is what I can and cannot handle. If I can't take any more orders, then I'm not, you know, and, and I'm going to be okay with that. You wow. Know. Yeah. Karen? 
Uh, well, I guess my strength is I look at any craft and I say, you know, I, I can do that. Um, the downfall is, or the weakness is that I end up with a craft room full of projects that I, I start and never finish. Ooh, that's a big one that I'm guilty of too. Ooh, you too, Amber. <laughs> <laughs> I I have heard of a lot of art crafters and our friends and our fellow, even our vendors say, I am the worst at starting a project. And then kind of like letting it cure or letting it waiting for that next step when you have to like walk away from it or move on to the next day so that it can do its thing. And then you get another idea. Oh, I want to do that. And then you move on to that project, but you never come back to that last project. Yep. Back to what you were saying, Amber, when, um, one of the biggest struggles that I found myself in when I was a cupper, I was just mermaid cups. That was it. You remember those days? Mm -hmm. Dang, that was a long time ago. The biggest struggle that I found myself in was getting behind on orders and not knowing when to say no to customers. Yeah, that's hard. It is very hard. When do you cut off? When do you say no? And when do you tell the customer, I cannot do that? It's very difficult because especially when you're trying to build your business, you don't want to turn any business away because you're afraid that it's going to look bad on you or that it's going to do damage. But on the flip side, if you push out a product that is subpar because you can't handle the load mm -hmm. or because mentally you're just not there or if you have an order that's you know six months late for whatever reason or another right like for whatever reason or another I think that will have much more of a negative impact than being honest and upfront with your customers mm -hmm. to begin with and I think just like with any job you know any job you need vacation time you need a break you got to give your mind a chance to relax and reset a little bit, not work so hard. And I think we don't allow ourselves that time. Right. Because you're so caught up in, I got to produce. Yeah, we I stay gotta in go mode. I got to make a name. I yeah. got to make these cups because people are wanting to give me money. Yep. I like, what am I here for? Yep. And, the, and the I want to buy more thing, glitter. <laughs> the most unrealistic expectations that people have sometimes like, oh, can you do this? Can you put, you know, my whole family tree on a cup? And, you know, can you put a picture on a cup and it's got 472 people in it? Oh, and, you and know, I need it in three days. Right. You know, <laughs> yes, you can't do that. Can you put can you put a quote here? Can you put my name on this side? And I need my initials on the bottom. Right. And, uh, and this quote has, you know, it's two and a half pages out of Pride and Prejudice. Like, <laughs> you know, right, well, you can't do that. <laughs> so No, no, no. Yeah, I don't think, I don't have any problem telling people no. <laughs> it's a, it takes me a while, and sometimes I still have a problem saying no. 
Um, but I'm learning. I'm learning how to do that. Yeah, no is a complete sentence. <laughs> no is a complete sentence. For yeah, you? I, I don't have that I problem. It to be. Yeah, I need it to be. It, it depends when you know Christmas time. Yeah, I'll take orders up until probably two weeks before Christmas. And wow, yeah. Um, but I know what I know what I'm capable of producing there. If they come up and they want something that's really involved, then they're gonna get a no. See, right up until the very, I think Scott came to me and told me, you are not gonna do cups anymore. You're either gonna do the business or you're gonna do cups, one or the other. And I told him, fine, but at least I have to, because I told my customer base long, in July, they were booking me. I have you for Christmas, right? Got you for Christmas. Don't, please don't run away from me. No, (laughs) I got, okay, I need cups for all my family. Yes, I, okay, I got you. Cool. Cool. Yeah, we're, promise is a promise. Great. So I would tell Scott. I can't just not make cups. And this was July, you know, April, May, June, July. Here we are. Scott tells me you're not making cups anymore. Well, I can't do that. So my, up until my last official mermaid cups, quote unquote, um, I think my cutoff was October 31st. That was my Christmas cutoff. Mm-hmm. And that was it. And then I went down to my, you know, every now and then Mm. I'll make a cup, which is why my list for custom cups, and I don't do custom cups, as in I'll do a custom cup if it's your name. (laughs) That is the only custom that, that that you can have because I don't do well with customs. I'll be the first to admit, I'm not a good customizer. Mm-hmm. If you come to me with an idea in your head and you say, I want this and I want this and I want it to look like this and do this and do that, I guarantee you I'm going to hand you a cup that looks like crap. Mm-hmm. But if you tell me, Nicole, please make me a beautiful cup. I like these colors. I like this vinyl. I like this quote. Please make something beautiful for me. I'm going to try my best and you're going to love it. And I'm going to be with you every step of the way, but please don't make me, don't make me make your dreams come true of this cup you saw on Pinterest. Right. And it'd be like an ink cup <laughs> because it, I'm going to be the first one to tell you it's not going to happen. It's not gonna look like that. All right. Rounding out this podcast. What's the golden advice? you would give anyone coming in, starting off, or hell, in this industry, long in the tooth, what would you, what advice would you give to them? Well, to a newbie coming into it, my advice would be don't try to keep up with somebody or think that you're going to produce something to the caliber of somebody that's been doing this for years. Do your research. Don't get frustrated. Don't compare because you will lose faith in yourself really quick Mm -hmm. by doing that. I mean, because as long as I've been doing it, there's still struggles that I have with some things. You know, 
some things you just can't control. Mm-hmm. Climate will mess with epoxy quick as anything. Mm-hmm. And if you don't understand what you're working with, then the frustrations will set in. Um, to somebody that's been in this craft as long as I have, pick your poison. <laughs> Right. <laughs> you know, I, I joke and say that I could probably teach an art class every day of the year for the next three years with everything in my craft room. This woman <laughs> has craft supplies from the 90s. <laughs> you don't believe me? I've seen it with my own eyes, guys. She's pulled it out. She has foils from the 90s. When she pulled it out, my jaw hit the floor. I couldn't believe it. She's 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 an the OG crafter. Okay. So you so your your advice was don't compare, take your time, don't yeah. get discouraged, just keep on plugging away. Yep. All right. Miss Amber. Um to a new person, to a noob, I would say. Or anybody. An OG. Well, I think this will kind of apply to anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be patient and trust the process. Mm-hmm. And understand that art is always evolving. Like, mm-hmm. so you'll never get to the point where you have arrived. And you never should try to get to there like you shouldn't have a level that you're hoping to get at I think you should always be looking to grow absolutely um and like I said just trust the process this stuff doesn't come overnight you know you have to study you have to like you wouldn't want somebody a doctor operating on you who just you know rolled off the bus and said you know what I you know I did a google search I'm gonna do surgery on you now (laughs) Like you wouldn't want that. You'd want somebody who have how to do heart surgery. <laughs> right, I'm, you know, I just come on, did how about it. My table? There's a there's a wiki that showed me. Like you you wouldn't do that. So it it's got to be the same for you. You have to be, you have to study your craft, um, and and be patient with it. Mm-hmm. Trust the process. Trust the process. Trust the process. Be patient with yourself. Give yourself grace. And um, don't compare, especially people who have been in the craft for a long time. There's quite a few of us. And we definitely don't know it all. Oh, hell no. And we don't pretend to know it all. Nope, nope, nope. Nope. We're very set in our ways, though. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We are. I will say that. We don't like the quick get to the point hurry up, turn and burn them kind of way. Right. right. We like the art of it, the craft of it. Well, if I could give advice, I think my advice would be soak it all up, take it all in and watch as much as you can. Learn, 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 learn. I appreciate you ladies coming on here. Thank you for having Thank us. Thank you for having us. I hope y'all come back. You can't get rid of me. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you stuck with me, kid. I'll find you. <laughs> All right. Well, we have lots of guests coming on 
for our next few podcasts that we have lined up in the next few weeks to come. Stay safe out there. Many blessings. Bye.